Over at the Never Heard of It podcast, we've spent the last four years criticizing people's films and talking about how they could have made them better. Well, you know what? Now it's time to put your money where our mouth is. That's right. The Never Heard of It podcast and Night Shift Radio are making a movie. We are making a brand new sci-fi thriller called Somnium. Somnium is the tale of a brand new app, something kind of like TikTok, where people are able to watch others' dreams, everyone's dreams, anonymously across the world. However, our main character, Adam, starts to see dreams that look all too familiar, including dreams of somebody murdering him. So the question is, who is dreaming of murdering Adam? That's the question we look to answer in our brand new film, Somnium, but we need your help. We need your help in funding so we can pay the amazing crew and the amazing cast of this brand new film. Head to nightshiftradio.com somnium. Donate what you can, and if you can't, share with 100,000 of your closest friends. Someone out there is going to be a rich weirdo that's going to want to fund this film. So again, nightshiftradio.com somnium. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to making this movie just for you. Uh, do you remember, like, coming home from school and being like, all right, time to get on MySpace? Hello, and welcome to Shift All Q. Your LGBTQ-centered source for creative, fun, and thoughtful discussion and news at the intersection of gaming, diversity, and community. I'm your host, Jesse. And I'm your host, Alex. And this week, we talk cyberpunks, switches, and other very riveting topics. But before we get into all that, we'd love it if you subscribed, rated, and reviewed our show in your podcatcher of choice. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at NSRShift.Q. And head over to nsrad.io to learn about all of our other shifty shows. So, Cyberpunk 2077. Which do we want first, the good news or the bad news? Most of the news is bad, so I suggest (laughs) that that's where we start. Um, So, as you know, if you're listening, Cyberpunk launched, um, finally. And it wasn't a smooth launch. It was not a smooth launch. It was, it's been a chaotic launch. It's been a buggy launch. It's been a uh, a launch that was supposed to go smoothly, but right when you're turning the corner in your car, it freezes up and shuts down. That's how this launch has been. Just like the and game. And then flies into the air and <laughs> somersaults and hits every NPC. <laughs> it only has. ball effect and then. And I mean literally, that that is what is happening in this game. <laughs> this game only has two modes. <laughs> but beyond that, so a lot of games have buggy launches, right? That's that's kind of part of the course with how big games are, especially at, at Cyberpunk's level and caliber and expansiveness of the world and all the different hardware options. But this, we want to point out, this is... This is unusually egregious. This is this is beyond what a lot of us have seen before. I mean, we've had Fallout 76 and Anthem have botched launches in recent memory, but they aren't even on this this scale. Um, and part of that isn't necessarily even just to do with the technical aspects, but the way that CD Projekt Red handled the marketing, the and the the review process, and really feels like it they didn't give consumers um deliberately so didn't give consumers the information they needed to make an informed decision um based on what the reality of the product is and so that's why the, the refund thing is huge right now and sony pulled it from the store so what bugs have you encountered so far because i have come into a plethora of bugs. Um, actually, before we get into what's, uh, what bugs we're experiencing, um, I'm playing on PS5. I'm playing the PS4 version via backwards compatibility. How are you playing, Alex? I'm also playing on PS5. Uh, do you want to point out the PS4 version that we're playing on backwards compatibility is the PS4 Pro version. So, And when they're saying the base consoles, the PS4 and the Xbox One, are having all these issues, they are not talking PS4 Pro or Xbox One X. But those are still um, having issues. Yes, um, more so than PC, but it's a it's a vastly different experience. Even I mean, you can look at Digital Foundry has videos on the difference between PS4 Pro and base PS4, 
And that is like really eye-opening in itself. Um, honestly, they like I understand why they wanted to put it out on the base consoles because considering there's a hundred million PS4s out there of, of varying iterations and probably fifty around fifty plus million Xbox Ones. Um, so that's a huge market, and they, they marketed for that for the last what was it eight years. But the, the fact that they did so with, while withholding, well, that in the state that it's in, which is unacceptable from like a technical standpoint and from a quality standpoint to be able to actually engage with the content as it, it you should be able to at this caliber of studio and price point and all of the, all of the above. Uh, but so, I mean, some people are still enjoying it. I'm not going to diminish them and say they're wrong they shouldn't play it they should like i've been enjoying it minus the times that um you know uh the ai uh, decides that they don't want to drive right or drive at all um the you know the world sometimes doesn't even activate until i get closer or or interact with it Um, i'm 22 hours in it's and uh, you know the the ai in this game is so bad it is so bad uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that it too. It really ruins the immersion for me um, when you're driving. There's just no one on the street. Even with, um, with I, enemies too. Yeah, it's bad. I've ran into you know anytime I see you know no spo- no spoilers here, but anytime I see Johnny Silverhand and he's smoking, his cigarette always is left behind or is there floating after he's moved no. away from it. <laughs> his cigarette always floats. I've seen two cars um, melded together. Constant, like melded, like literally, like melded together, and uh, traffic was not moving behind them. Um, I've seen cars sunking into into ground, into the ground. Uh, I've seen so many bugs, and once again, I'm on PS5. The frame right, rate is right. smooth. Yeah, the frame rate is is fine. It's a you know digital. They have their video. You can go look at that. It's pretty smooth. Sixty. It's not that bad um, compared to PS4 Pro or the base. Um, or the Xbox consoles, but this game is so—it's so clearly not done. It is yeah. insane how obviously not done this game is, um, and it's so obvious that Sony came along and decided to remove the game from the store, which is huge. That's huge. Right. Because, um, like you said, Fallout 76, Anthem, they all had bad launches, but none to the point where Sony said we're removing the game from the store. Um, IGN, I'll read uh, from them, Jonathan Dornbush. Uh, this, is, this is their full statement. Um, they said, following our discussion with PlayStation, a decision was made to temporarily suspend digital distribution of Cyberpunk 2077 on PlayStation Store. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Um, you can still <laughs> buy physical versions of the game in brick and mortar stores and online. All purchased digital and physical copies of the game will continue to receive support and updates as we continue to improve your experience. Andrea edited in me saying that's what they call me to to right after Jesse said Cybertwonk. <laughs> that's what they call me. That's what they call me. <laughs> that I like that one better. Uh, anyway, yeah, um, but it's, yeah, it's that's huge. It's huge, um, especially for what is probably going to give Call of Duty, which is always the best-selling game of the year, a run for its money for best-selling game of the year. Yeah, because eight million—they um, said what eight million people pre-ordered this. Yes, and that, um, yeah, eight million people pre-ordered. I think sixty percent of which were—and that's just digital pre-orders. That's not physical. Mm-hmm. Um, so I about sixty percent were on PC. The rest were on consoles of again varying uh, iterations. But what you said about frame rate earlier being a, a pretty smooth sixty on PS Five. Um, I've also experienced. Not really anything that I've noticed in terms of dips in or issues in frame rate, but PS4 and Xbox One are getting um, in the teens. So like 50, straight up yeah. ten frames a second in gunfights or cutscenes or even just walking around in the densely packed city that 
that Night City is, um, also driving. So like that, when we talk about like, okay, well, the graphics, you know, the textures are bad, blah, 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 but you can still enjoy the the experience of the game. Well, that frame rate is not going to let you enjoy yeah. the experience of the game. 15 is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Yeah. 15 frames per second, I think they were saying, like 15, 10, that's unacceptable. 10, 15, yeah. And you're seeing and people... Cons- consistently doing yeah. that. Yeah, and you're seeing people online... Um, you hear this talking point a lot about, well, you shouldn't have an older console or you should have a PC. First of all, one, um, don't be shut elitist. your mouth. <laughs> yeah, like, don't yeah. be elitist. Like, calm down. Um, my point is, my thing is this. Uh, this game was announced before what is now last gen was even fully even right. here. May 2012. You brought Keanu out. On an Xbox stage, Xbox stage. You didn't bring him out on a PC stage for the for the PC show. Right. You brought him out at E3 on an Xbox stage and you tied market- yeah, tied specifically yes. to Xbox and, marketing, yes. not and even have, Microsoft exactly. Windows Store or whatever. And you have marketed this game heavily towards the base consoles, whether it be the Pro or not. It's marketed. You can only buy it for those for its consoles. So I don't right. I don't want to hear that uh, you shouldn't have an older console uh bullshit you the game should run for the console that it's advertised on and if you're getting the performance that we're seeing which everyone is you have every right to get a refund and i think you should but if you're enjoying it enjoy it but you know because like i said i'm i'm contemplating on getting one because i really want to enjoy the game when it's finished and I i don't feel like i'm playing a finished game yeah, you're right. And it'd be one thing. What they should have done was just been honest. Transparency goes such a long way. And yes, they would have gotten backlash. And yes, they would have... I mean, they've already been getting death threats no matter what they do, so... Which is insane either way. It's a game. Yeah, do not like, don't, everyone people. don't do that. If, if you do give a death threat to a developer, you're not allowed to listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> you need to, you need <laughs> to do a lot. Or if you do, we hope you, you, do, you, you do. stop doing yeah. that um, and you learn why that's bad. But... Uh, no, it, it just being like, okay, well, this game, it's so big and so great. And like, there's a, a million ways to spin it. This, this game is so beyond, like, we really needed that technical capability of next gen, of the way that PC has evolved over the last eight years in order to fully realize and run this game. We tried to make it work on consoles. I'm sorry, we just don't want to put a, a subpar experience out there to our fans and like ps5 and xbox one are dying for for reasons for people to buy the ps4 not not really but they're they're flying off the shelves and you can't get them no matter how much you try me included did you say oh you said xbox one Oh, sorry. Well, I thought I said Xbox. Uh, so Series X, you know, they, they're always going to, I'm always going to mess that up, even though Series I literally very B. concretely know the difference between Series them. B. It just doesn't, the differentiation in, in like quick thought speech just doesn't happen very well. But like, yeah, they, and the fact that they lied and this came up too in their, um, in their company video call, it was today or yesterday between management, um, developers, other employees, and investors, where the developers and employees pushed management on their misleading, hypocritical, and harmful statements, um, including specifically that the game was, quote, content complete in January 2020. So that was this past January, which was not true. (laughs) The game was not content complete then. um, And... That they and then with each delay, they'd be like, Oh my god, it's so finished. We just, you know, just a couple polished things here and there to bring it up to par. Um, and they also said the developer said that the the deadlines throughout the development process were always re- unrealistic. Um, and they were set by the board of CD Project Red, not by the development team. So already you have people. Who are much more on, and with corporate financial interests, setting the technical and development goals for a team that is being forced to crunch, crunch, crunch. Um, and they also called out uh, management for being hypocritical about making a game that's so anti-corporate, anti-capitalist, 
pro, like, be your own person, have freedom, have, uh, take your rights and, and run with them. Uh, and yet they're all forced to do six day work weeks, um, with like insane hours within them. And for months and years, they said years on end now. Uh, and the response, the CEO, CEO said that quote, crunch is not that bad. And almost no one on the team is doing it. Which and is he a had lie. to issue an apology today. <laughs> Which is a lie. <laughs> because he, he was like, I'm it's so sorry. Uh, my my statement was not only... It wasn't unfortunate. It was just utterly bad. Um, and I've learned so much. And I'm like, sir, where were you? I really feel for the developers who put in I do, all their I time do, because they didn't want to put out this, this game. game. You can tell. And you put all this time into this game, and... You have management, you have all these meddling hands getting into it, and, you know, you, you see the reaction that it is um, that they've been getting. It's really a shame, but there are, and the thing, that's, and the thing that makes this uh, even more bittersweet is that there are good things about this game. This game is actually, um, I'm having a really fun time playing it. I'm having, uh, I'm not really an RPG person, this is my first you know, RPG that I've really delved into. And the story itself, taking everything else away, right? Taking away the bugs, the glitches, the crashes, which, you know, uh, my game has crashed, like, three times yeah, now. Yeah, we, we haven't even gotten into my bugs. Like, oh, shit, yeah, we got into your bugs. But there's a lot, there's a lot of things that <laughs> I, I like I about have had crashes. this game. I, and it's just a shame yeah. that... Uh, the bugs and the crashes are getting in the way of it. What, what crashes have you... What, what bugs have you run into? Uh, objects floating, taking damage for... And, like, falling flat on my ass for no reason. Like, not even... Just, like, collision stuff where I'm, like, not even touching anything. Mm. Um, I've had that once. AI issues. Uh, guys getting stuck at... There's, I texted you. There was an enemy who got stuck in a, a wall. I shot... I killed him. I think through the wall and or it propelled him into the wall and then he just he was dead but he kept killing fuck like yeah every 10 yeah. seconds as I was looting the whole area I mean I was in that in that area cuz there was also a boss fight like right after and he was right in between the wall between the room before that and the boss fight so he was just yelling fuck in the background I never know if they um, if, the, if they're for, dead like, or not 10 minutes I never know if they're dead or not Yes that's the thing and they'll they'll yeah, it's it's the AI and 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 the certain sequences are messed up. Um, I've had crashes um, just driving through the city with. Also, yeah, the city like there's almost no people, which has <laughs> no surprised way. me. Even on PS5, there's almost no people. But it does then, not feel except for the interior areas. There's more people, but, but outside. But then it's like you'll empty. go. Have you have you seen? Uh, they looked at the Xbox One X. See, now I did it. The Xbox Series X version, and there's much more. The pedestrian density is much higher. And than on PS5? Than on PS5. And their theory is maybe because of the marketing deal, maybe there's something extra going on. Um, but if you look at the density on Series X versus PS5, there is a clear difference. There is There are people on the street in the Series X, whereas for the PS5... Um, Apparently, Corona has come back and everyone's on lockdown because nobody is around. Mm. It is empty. And whenever I do get in a spot where there are a lot of people, I just, like, marvel at it. And it's only in certain spots where, like, people are meant to gather where they'll it's, be... Yeah, condensed yes. indoor areas. Mm -hmm. That's where you yeah. get the appropriate amount of NPCs mm -hmm. for this type of city that they've set up. I'm honestly really thinking of... So I got a physical copy, like a sucker, um, so that I could get the physical goodies. I might... Which, if possible, return that for a refund because CD Projekt Red says you can return it anywhere, no matter what, including if. So you had uh, decided on a refund. Are you? Is that the route um, you're just going? Just so, go? yeah, I'm. I'm probably going to switch the PC version. Okay. Because um, my PC can handle it. I just prefer to play on console. I thought you know maybe the PS5 um, has more proprietary tech in it that is made to do ray tracing, but we don't have that on PS5, and my PC can do that now, um, and I, we don't know when that's coming. It'll be a long time no because idea. there's so much. Like, the, the timeline is 
is so convoluted now because they have to do so much damage control. Like, forget new content. They have to put in and fix the the, the foundation. Mm-hmm. I believe all but, their attention is going there. And I will say the foundation, with all its cracks and, and all of its technical hiccups on a lot of hardware, like, the characters... So, yeah, that's that's the biggest thing I really like about the game is the characters, the atmosphere, the city... Um, the gameplay is really fun, uh, as long as you have a good, you know, a good frame rate and a stable um, experience. And the the visuals, the, they're very like mid tier PS4 have you, have you visuals off, even on PS5. I turned off chromatic aberration and film grain, and my yeah. image improved. Uh, vastly, like it's it's still a little blurry in places, just because the textures are not fully 4K. Um, but it 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 looks better now that I've turned. Um, are you you're running it on, in 4K? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I'm, I'm four, no, I'm, well, I mean my TV's 4K, so I'm just. I mean, I don't, it's not native for. Uh, well, the PS4, yeah, the people no, the PS4 version won't run it. Uh, sorry, the PS4, the PS4 version Pro isn't version 4K because Digital won't. Foundry did say that they've. Uh, they were like, it, I think it maxes out at like, I'm not even going to say because I don't know for sure, but I think it maxes out around like, I don't know, uh, 1440p or something like that, I think. I don't know. Don't bookmark yeah, me on that. Yeah, there's a dynamic scaling yeah, for it resolution. Doesn't, it's not fully 4K yet because it's not the full PS5 version. But um, the game is beautiful. I love the world. I think the world is really gorgeous. I think the art that they've... Um, created is really gorgeous the world feels really good it just doesn't feel alive it feels dead um the world is beautiful it's just there's no one in it yeah it's incredibly well designed yeah it reminds me of i uh, revisited grand theft auto 3 recently and it's so funny because uh you know i was laughing about how empty the world is but at the time it felt so alive and full um GTA feels GTA three feels more alive than uh, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven on PS five. That's saying something. Is a shame. Um, yeah, which is a real shame. The NPCs are so I cannot stress this enough. The NPCs on PS on console are so fucking dumb. They have two modes. Either they are walking and they have the same set of lines or you can you or you look at them the wrong way or you you know you you, you get in the car and you know uh, the handling is kind of weird for the cars too but like you, you do something the wrong way and then they just they crouch. They crouch and they stay there. And then there are people who are like down the block. I'll like I'll like go down the block, and there are people crouching like down the block. And I'm like, girl, you didn't even hear that. <laughs> you didn't even hear that. You were living your life. Why are you crouching? So yeah, I ugh. I want to get a. Normally, uh, I like visual glitches, and like I, I'm big Bethesda fan. Love Skyrim. Love Fallout. I have a great time with the the hilarity that ensues from uh, Bethesda games, but. This is to a caliber where it's just like, okay, this this is more over my already high threshold <laughs> for this kind of thing. Um, it, because again, it breaks, if it's so widespread and it's so foundational, it's like, okay, well, what is, what is this city even if no one's here? Or if the only people that do show up are clipping through my car um, and... And crouching when I drive by for no reason and can't and and like walking in circle tight circles and so it's it's it really t- it does take you out of it when it's constant if if yeah. it's one thing here or there like haha I get it um, that's funny of course that would happen in a big open game world just maybe yeah, it's something they happen. they missed in their extensive testing because now they're literally tens of millions of people playing bugs it. happen but when they happen at this rate. It's definitely a no-go. And it's funny because when I started the game, I was like, okay, like, you know, I saw, like, a bug or two. And I was like, it's a game. There are bugs. It wasn't Mm -hmm. anything game-breaking or anything like that. But uh, when I started noticing things floating in the air or cars, I've seen, like I said, I've seen cars melded together multiple times. Um, Yeah. uh, The AI, I I know I touched on it earlier, but once again, that too. It Yeah, it's... So you've decided on a refund. I have not 
quite decided on a refund. I bought it digitally um, through the, through PSN, and I want to hold on to it because I know they're going to update it. Like you know, we're still getting updates. I know they're going to update it. I know eventually this game will actually run the way it's supposed to run. You look at their Witcher track record; they support their games. I'm right, expecting right. this game to be supported. Um, and I am enjoying it minus all of the, uh, uh, the glitches and stuff. So I, I think I'm going to keep it. I think I'm going to continue to play through it. Um, but it now really is a shame. Me too, as well. Huh? <laughs> you convinced me to do that. I wasn't really thinking about a refund until you said you were going to. And now I'm like, maybe I should too and switch to PC. But you know what? I might as well just keep the PS4 copy for the PS5 update because I will mm-hmm. be able to get it. Like that's, that's yeah. guaranteed. I just pop it in the the ps5 and get the update i'm at but a point in the story i might get i yeah. might get the ps the pc in the meantime PC. And, i'm at a point yeah. in the story where um i just i'm hooked and mm-hmm. um i've heard a lot of people talk about the linear um projection of the game and as someone who mostly plays single player games uh it's been pretty adjustable where there are times when I'm done a, a mission and I kind of don't know what else to do. I'll maybe try and do a side mission or something like that. I'm at a point in the story now where I need to do side missions for a certain reason I'm not going to say. Um, so, like, I'm, I'm I'm at a point now where I'm just doing side missions and, it, and it's fun because I'm in the groove of the game. I kind of know what to expect and I kind of feel confident enough. But before I kind of got to this point, I really liked the linear progression of the story. Um, and I don't know if that's necessarily typical of an RPG or if it's just because this game is suffering the issues that it's suffering from that maybe I kind of just don't want to go out in the world and explore as much as I probably Mm. would otherwise if there were people there. Um, Well, the reviews on PC said that that was one of the best parts of the game was outside of the the main story and that linear progression. What It was like that was pretty mm -hmm. good, but the best parts of the game was the world itself and all of the people in it. And that's what seems to be less impactful and and a little more missing on the console version, like you said, because of the, I guess, technical constraints, even on the the PS4 Pro Pro version that's on PS5, the lack of NPCs, the, the various glitches, and just it's a less compelling experience. Unfortunately. But you yeah. know what I have enjoyed? I don't know if you've what? gotten here yet. I have spent so much money. Oh, no. <laughs> fucking in this game. No. <laughs> you know what? Good for you. I have no, spent... I said, oh, no, just because I knew it was coming, but not oh, in a bad way. I'm not oh, here to shame it. Definitely, it. Just, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've spent I haven't gotten there so, yet. Oh, I'm... my God. It's... It's like it's so funny because like when I realized I got to that point where that could happen, um, I was like, "All right, like you know, I'll try it out." Um, but to go from like, you know, I you know, <laughs> I used to, you know, I, I would always get a kick out of of uh, uh, h- hooking up with the sex workers in Grand Theft Auto, and then just you know, that was that. You know, the car moved. That was fun for me. I was like, "Haha, the car is moving!" Like you know, whatever. It's role playing. Yeah, like... I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, um, but in this one, I mean, obviously, it's much more immersive and uh, more adult. I mean, even more so than the Grand Theft Auto. But fucking in that game is fun, okay? It is, there is a level of realism that I did not expect to see. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to like, all I'm going to say, this isn't a spoiler. All I'm going to say is there are, there are moments when you're doing it. Where, uh, you know, they look at you, they look at you in your eyes, and they make eye contact, and and I went, wow. I get role playing games now because I'm nah. like a man. And <laughs> I mean, I've most, seen this before. Most role playing games don't uh, have that element in it, or at oh. least not that in depth. Well, you know what? I shouldn't say that. They it may not be in in a sexual <laughs> kind of way, but. That is what I like about role-playing games is kind of that character, I said it already, character connection, where you feel like you are learning about this character, they're learning about you based on whatever choices or backstory or however you are role-playing in the game. 
Um, you kind of develop a relationship. Um, Dragon Age, Persona, uh, Mass Effect, they're all great at that. I, I really want to play Baldur's Gate 3 when it's... Um, I showed you the sex and relationships video from that <laughs> a few weeks ago. Um, once that, that comes out, I'm sure we'll be talking about it, or at least I will be. Um, I will listen to you talk about it, because I probably <laughs> won't play it. It's a D&D <laughs> game. We can play it together. It's co-op. I'm probably going to listen to you talk about no, it. Okay, fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But, um, yeah, so... I also, I also uh, fucked the girl as well. There's a oh, girl. How was that too. for you? It was, it was different, and I, and honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. When it was done, I was like, "Damn, I am so gay," because I felt oh. nothing <laughs> during that scene. I said, "I felt nothing." Um, then I but went back into the guy again, and was like, "Yep, I'm gay." Um, this is it. <laughs> this is it. Uh, uh, I'm glad I realized that now. Um, <laughs> Question: Do they have? Um, Sex workers who aren't cisgender. Not that I'm aware of yet. Not that I've seen so far. Everyone okay. I've seen so far um, presents as cis, mm-hmm. and there's no indication of genitals. Oh, right, because they don't actually show. It's not actually. Or, you know, even beyond, you know, beyond genitals, genitals aren't tied to your identity. You know that. Did you see my Instagram story on. No. The whole penises turning into vaginas or no. people's stolen penises no. thing. Yeah. So, and this happened to my character. I talked about it last episode, but I made, I don't know. I like I, the, the word I'm using for gender for me, or at least the way that I, maybe not my gender on paper presentation, but the way that I view and experience and express my gender is liminal. So that's like in between adjacent orbital uh, lim- liminal spaces are really interesting to me, and I you know, I don't know I feel like that applies to the way that I experience gender too. But with the quote unquote female void, so I I made a character she her pronouns and uh, boobs um, and penis, and when, as soon as I could see my character in the mirror. Um, I think I had just taken a shower, so I guess that's why she didn't have clothes on. But no penis. There was a vagina there, and I absolutely picked penis. Mm. Um, I spent a lot of time choosing which penis I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) But um, And I was like, oh, maybe that's a glitch. Maybe it's a fluke for me. Maybe it'll show up later. Also, when I was in the surgeon's chair, the rip dock early on, I was suddenly naked. Again, no penis. Um, and I was I like, oh my god, have I been walking around cyberpunk naked and nobody what? said anything? That's such a <laughs> but apparently that was, again, just another graphical glitch. glitch yeah. Because then when I got out of the thing, I checked and I was clothed. But yeah, so that's two instances now where it's been gone in, in two separate occasions. And apparently it's a widespread thing. Um, so the, I found a, a screenshot from Reddit about um, presumably a cis man... Who said that? Is, like, is anybody? I'm. I'm sure that I picked a penis. Is anybody else like? Where, where did my penis go? Is there any? Um, I can't. Is there any way that I can change it, or or go to the surgeon or something in the game or the Ripper Doc to change it? And the responses, which were very funny to me, um, it says it says on Reddit uh, or t- a Tumblr post. Quoting a Reddit post, um, love that the game is so bugged it forces cis people to experience gender dysphoria. Because <laughs> um, that's essentially what the guy was describing <laughs> in the Reddit post. And someone else commented, um, yes, you can change it, but it requires at least 12 visits with a mental health professional, uh-huh. seven references saying you want the change, and a petition to CD Project Red stating your intent, which then needs to be approved by a judge. Wow. Also, it's $30,000 in paid DLC. Wow. That was hilarious to me. Um, and, and so I posted, you know, it's also happened to my character. And $30,000 for a penis is way low balling <laughs> in reality. That shit is like 150 plus. What? Thousand. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a half million dollar man after all my <laughs> surgeries. Oh my God. <laughs> 
Um, Jeez. And I'm in quite a bit of... Uh, I had wonderful insurance. I am still in a lot of medical debt. <laughs> so, cheers to America. I was just about to say, hashtag America. <laughs> cheers just to about to say. America for the medical care that saved my life. Welcome to America. Well, the other things that we can speak to is, again, the pronouns being tied to the voice, which, call it whatever you will, not inclusive easy fix, or at the very least, worthwhile fix, just separate the two in the option menu. You know, do whatever database thing in the background you have to do, because it also, it doesn't even affect just your pronouns. It's like, I get called Miss V, which is fine, like, I'm comfortable with that um, in this context, and they call they called me, like, girl this, and, and there's a lot of gendered language in this game. I'll say that. And for someone who either wants to explore or wants to feel affirmed or represent themselves as they are and, and, and in this very transhumanistic world that's a core tenet of the cyberpunk genre and what this game is kind of saying it's based around. Um, so for that, yeah, to, to be kind of an obvious misstep that does the opposite of what they're claiming the game does. It's just not good. Can we talk about how dumb it is in this game that you can't get your your hair cut? You should be able to change your body. The whole point of this game is changing your body, and I haven't found anywhere to change my V's appearance. Your your hair? Your hair, anything else. I I you should be, at the very least be able to change your hair. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah. And I haven't, I, like I said, I just got to Act 2, um, but I know that there have been some issues with the gangs as well, and yeah. with the game really uh, doubling down on uh, really harmful stereotypes um, and mm-hmm. tropes um, when it comes to Latinx uh, uh, people. I haven't gotten to that part yet, so I can't uh, speak to it just yet, um, but know that I will when I get there, because um, I'm very interested to see how they handle this. Um, it doesn't sound like they've handled it well. Um, when I saw the Night City Wire with them talking about the gangs, that was the first time I had seen the gangs. And the very first thought in my head was, ooh, that don't look good. Um, because even from that short preview, I saw a lot of very uh, stereotypical, uh, tropey, uh, obvious uh, negative aspects that uh um, white people will like to think are true about, will like to have you think are true about uh, uh, people of color um, that aren't. So I haven't gotten there yet. Um, uh, so I, I, you know, uh, stay tuned for my thoughts on that because mm-hmm. um, I'm sure I'll have some. Um, but the game definitely has some some ways to go when it comes to social commentary. You can't half-ass that. You have to really... Uh, go for it. You gotta. Uh, you can't just dip your toe in it. If you're gonna approach these topics like they have beaten their chest and claim to do, then you need to right. do your research and make sure that you execute it properly. This game has been in development for a number of years. You had time to do your research. And right. Uh, and like I said, there. It's part of part of a lack of diversity in the teams. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But. Even if it's you could, there's plenty of plenty of people you could pay that aren't on your in your team that you don't have to have like signed full time, who would be the people to do that work. Um, yeah, I've seen articles going around about that, about the fetishization of Asian cultures, um, the way that they're framed as kind of invasive in cyberpunk, uh, mm. which in, in set in California. Um, in 2077, and which has had hundreds of years history now of um, Asian influence and settlement and uh, xenophobia. Mm-hmm. So, for for them to like again fetishize it for the aesthetic, um, but then give no real humanity to the culture that they're taking from. It's like you can't. You can't have one without the other, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, if, if it's a... I'm, I love having politics in games. Politics is all over... Everything. It's in Call of Duty. If Reagan, Nixon, and I think Kennedy were all in Call of Duty and people don't call that political, then I don't know what the hell they think political means. <laughs> um, 
with all the wars that yeah, it's it's Battlefield, um, Civilization, Tropico, the the list uh, Wolfenstein, the list goes on uh, about games that are steeped in politics. Yeah, um, and I, guess, and I yeah. do like social commentary games, but yeah, you you if you are trying to do that, or you claim to be doing it, then. Do your research. Yeah. That's, that's all we're asking. You're right. I, I did see the, the you know, there's a lot of that, that trope conversation extends to to uh, Asian people. And I've, I've seen a little bit of that talk as well. Um, so they, they definitely, there's there's room to grow. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, this game has been so hyped and so... Um, sold to us as, you know, the, the next best thing. This is going to be the best game ever. This is uh, going to revolutionize how I mean, we, part of it, yeah, part of that CD project, part of that's the community. The, you know, you know, all of these big, all of these, yeah, all of these big, big, big claims. And for them to launch and crash so uh, uh, hard is... Is it's really been interesting to watch, um, especially as someone like I said who, you know, I've really only been following this game for the last year and a half or so. So I, you know, I haven't even been on this hype train as long as, as some of y'all mm-hmm. may have or other people. Um, but my question is, my question is, we've talked a lot about the problems. We talked about a lot of good things that we like. Do we think CD Projekt Red will come back from this? Do you think that? Um, the, that the trust that the community had in them is gone? Do you think they can regain it? Do you think this, uh, you know, do you think PS4 and Xbox One, the base consoles, do you think they're going to be, you know, saved? Like, what, what, do, you, what do you think is going to be next? Like, do we, do we think that they can come back from this? Is there a No Man's Sky waiting in the, in the, in the, in the wings? You See? Know? <laughs> can No CD Man's Sky come back? Um, yeah, there, there are some similarities in the lack of transparency with, between No Man's Sky and CD Projekt Red, but largely differs from there. Um, but y- honestly, yes, I do think CD Projekt Red will come back from this. I'm not trying to doomsday them. I, I'm not saying cancel them, don't send them death threats. Um, this is, I, I'm happy, they, I'm still happy they made the game. This is coming from a place of love and constructive criticism for us to be like, okay, I am engaging with, I'm still giving, even though I know that these are issues and and stuff like that, I am still engaging with the game because I do think it has so much potential and that they as a development development team do have such a high passion and dedication to their work um, that was largely fucked by management um so you know what like the there's yeah i'm not even gonna get into all the ways to divvy up the blame just at the end of the day all we want is for the game to improve the devs and the management to listen and for us to come together and have a better outcome um yes they definitely fucked community goodwill um, this is one of the most prestigious and beloved studios in the gaming industry, and we'll see what happens as the dust settles with that. Uh, but I don't, they're not over. Um, I mean, this game is, even with the 22% stock drop today, after uh, Sony pulled it from the store yesterday, like they're they are pulling in a lot of profit from this game. Um, it will improve. Uh, they are dedicated to fixing it. They have a vested interest in doing that, and I would be... I don't think there's a possibility that they won't. There, there's no way they're going to abandon this. So I think it will turn out to be... not a perfect game, but much closer to what they wanted to put out there and to what we wanted to play and the ways that we wanted to experience and play it um, technically and hopefully uh, experientially, like if there's any kind of story stuff that they add the way that they did or fixes the way that they did with The Witcher 3 after its launch. But yeah, they'll, they'll, I mean, they're, they're certainly in hot, boiling 
like lava water, but they'll they'll come out of it. How yeah. about you? It's yeah, we'll we'll see. You know, this is really my first um, you know, uh experience with them. I did not play The Witcher. Uh Cyberpunk is my first introduction to CD Project Red. And my I gotta say, it's bittersweet. Um, because I see the game that is hiding un- underneath, <laughs> it's a good game. Yeah, um, it but is. I really do not like how misleading they were with marketing. I do not like um, how they misled reviewers and how they ultimately kind of shoved off the blame on t- not the blame, but how they shoved off refunds onto Sony and Microsoft. Um, it all just it feels very um, disingenuous, and mm-hmm. it does not make me want to honestly like it. I, I, like I said, I'm someone new to them, but it does not put, leave a good taste in my mouth. Um, whatever the next game is, um, you know, what, re- re- regardless if I'm interested, you know, if I'm interested in it, you best believe, and I'm sure a lot of people are are going to wait. To see how it turns out before they spend yeah. the money on it, and that's fair. Um, I mean, how, whatever you want to do, I'm I'm not going to knock it. Yeah, but um, I think that ultimately, ultimately, dude, like I said, the game is fun, um, but they need to make it make good. I really yeah. think DLC needs to be free. Make the DLC free. What a what a nice uh, piece off, not piece off. What a nice uh, olive branch that would be. Make the DLC free. Um, this update, I, this next gen update, I know was supposed to be free anyway, but uh, make the DLC free. You gotta, you gotta make it make good. You gotta do something. And, oh, speaking of yeah. updates and and good things that they have been doing, that remember last episode we we mentioned the seizure inducing sequence with the brain dance that was unavoidable and with no warning. People can say that's in the EULA all they want, but it's there's, in every EULA for a for There's a, game. a warning, but that warning um, is so Yeah, short. so by the time I got to that sequence, it was patched out. It was it was very much like, here's a very soft glow that will come in and out slowly, and you get you get the idea. You're going into a braid dance, it's a it's a piece of technology, yeah. it's it's phasing you in, but it wasn't it's not dangerous, which is Way better than oh wow so cool the lights are like yeah I guess it got patched incredible out I would I would rather just have a subtle experience yeah because all my risk brain someone's safety all my brain dances that I've I've only done a few and yeah and, all of them and, have and been you know fine. what I was totally fine with it there I was like great thank you for making it less incredible so that people can be safe (laughs) and i'm not missing out on anything for that sequence being um i I don't even know know what sequence it is i'm curious what sequence is it it's when you go into the brain dance like when the uh they put the machine the initial one um i think it was every time oh okay because i've done a few okay it's the the red and red and white lights that the machine makes as it's phasing you in oh I feel like I remember that. I still haven't seen the title card yet, and I know that the title card comes oh my in God. very Wait, late. Even at twenty hours in, I'm twenty two hours in, and I haven't seen it yet. And I'm like, wow. And I'm on Act Two, and I'm like, did it glitch and not show up for me? Because Prob- I ha- I'd have to imagine if you're in Act Two, because I'm also- in Act One. So I did the pro- prologue, and I'm I'm alone. in Act One, but yeah, I haven't I seen I the title card, myself. but I didn't expect it yet. I hope I don't spoil myself. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't spoil myself. Well, just no. Just check back. Just check back. I'm too. Because people I'm, have been it's, saying it's eight to ten now. hours for the title. I want to know. It's too late, y'all. I'm googling it. When does it happen? It says you need to play four to six hours to reach the game's opening title card. I didn't. I never saw the title card. I I've never seen it. Does it say what act it's in? At the end of Act One. Oh, another glitch. Prior to glitch the title discovered. Card, prior to the title card reveal and the end of Act One, what? I never. I have not seen the title card. Yeah, they're gonna have to do some updates in terms of. Okay, here's the title card, but quest okay, that looks like a. S- no, um, I didn't. Okay, I see where it is. I see where it is. I never saw the it? title card here. That's insane. I see where they put it at. I never saw it. 
Mm-hmm. That's wild. I never saw it because I'm sitting here waiting because I knew that it was supposed to come in late. And I was like, when is this thing supposed to show up? Mm-hmm. I never saw yeah. it. That's wild. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's interesting that you it didn't show up for you at the, the point that it was supposed to that you did already pass. Because it's after the prologue, and that's what I thought it would be. I was like, shouldn't it be after the prologue? Like, that makes no, sense. No, the prologue's only like 20 minutes, 30 minutes maybe. Wow. It, and I didn't get it then. And you wow. get that sequence at the beginning where it's, it's oh my God, I love that cutscene because it was like a time lapse for six months, mm-hmm. for six months in Night City. And that was really cool. I really enjoyed that. And they've had a couple of those. I cannot um, believe... I'm looking so at it far. now, and I'm, like, really shook and mad that I did not see the title card here. You've been robbed. <laughs> because when this part happens, it, it booted me out to, like, the main menu or something like that. Like, I never saw... Wow, I'm looking at it now, and it's so nice. And I'm, like, really Aww. mad that I never saw this. Damn. It, like, yeah, booted me are, out to the main menu. We don't even know, because we don't know what was intended. Because... Mm, now I'm mad. Now I'm like, man, do I want to keep playing this game or do I want to wait? Because that was cool. That would have been cool if I had seen it then. Oh. Yeah, it just, okay, it skipped that and it put me right to the white part. I'm watching it now. It put it skipped me right ahead of it. Damn it, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Yup, never saw any of this. Wow. I'm mad. Sorry, I just discovered that. I'm mad. I never saw it. I'm sitting here waiting. (laughs) I'm sitting here waiting like, where the fuck is this title card? Yeah. Well, I saw it already. Well, I can't be the only one to have not seen it. Okay, someone else said it. Someone else six days ago, 25 people liked it. They said, literally didn't happen for me. That screen cut the black for a long time and then loaded the next part of the game. And someone liked it, and someone... Okay, everyone else is like, same here, same fucking here. It would have been a pretty good way, a pretty good and hyped way to start the game, but no, it just had the bug. Someone uh, didn't happen for me. Mine just showed the Same here. I know I didn't take my eyes off the screen during main mission. Thought I was tripping. Wait for it to show up like 20 hours. I'm like, okay, maybe I missed it. So this guy's like, this person's like me. Yeah, same mm-hmm. here. I heard it took a while. Cut the black screen into the next segment did anyone get the title screen i didn't this is someone else okay good all right i feel better <laughs> i'm not alone you feel better that others are suffering with but others are suffering <laughs> but see that right there this discovery that i just made on air do i want to stop playing the game now because that would have been really impactful had i seen it when i was supposed to yeah see it. that was a cool and that's moment. you can tell the care that they put into this game like and the sequences that are so fucking cool and are so well done and and maybe just it's just the way that it needed more time it it just really did and that's yeah. sad cuz um i really fault management much more than the developers because they wanted they and i i loved that they called out the management in the meeting um this week because that's been a big story for a long time about the way that they exploit their developers um, and don't give them the agency. Um, so if follow Jason Schreier on on Twitter because he's the he's that's one of my his, favorites. Uh, I his read bread his and butter is he's great. Yeah, um, former Kotaku writer who is now at Bloomberg and he did a write up that I read earlier on that meeting and I'm sure he's. He's got such pull in the industry that he will be writing um, a, probably a whole book on cyberpunk alone <laughs> for his third book. There's a lot of material. Um, um, there's a lot of material. Um, but thank you all so much for joining us today um, to talk about all this cyber mess. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the cyber potential. One day, Cyberpunk 2077 will feel like Cyberpunk 2077 instead of Cyberpunk 2007, which is a joke that's been made a lot, but has made me laugh every single time. Yeah, that's true. and But it's also very indicative of 2020. I mean, 2020 <laughs> of a year. It's just... 
It's like everything. It's like the Midas touch, but like shit. Everything 2020 touches turns to shit. <laughs> and that is cyberpunk did not escape that that cycle. It didn't escape it. Um, but you know what? Will it be a better game in 2021? Yes. Stay tuned. Yeah, I think it will. I think it will. But it's already a better game than, that, than on launch. They've done multiple yeah. patches, which I give them credit for. Um, poor developers. It's like they don't get it. They, they don't get to celebrate. They, they get, they're get never right. taking the heat, and have to work even harder with their reputations tarnished. It's a shame. Yeah, but they don't. They unfortunately don't make the decisions on release date the way nope. that their bosses do. So anyway, please give grace. Please, please give uh, give the developers just some slack because you can't. I I don't think you can possibly say that this is how they wanted things to go. Oh, of course not. No, they didn't. And that they didn't know like this. That this is how things were and going to go. <laughs> if, if you are a dirty little troll <laughs> who is spamming people, um, don't be a dirty little troll. I'm assuming there are no dirty little trolls listening, but if you are a dirty little troll, then then clean yourself up. And with that said, this is the end of another episode of Shift Off to You. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We didn't end up getting Thank to the so switches much. and the other riveting topics. Next week. But there's we always were, more we content did, to we, come. We were riveting. Yeah, well, you know what? You're, you're we right. You're so riveting. Yeah, let's not sell ourselves short. We're talking about riveting topics. But, uh, yeah, Cyberpunk, it's just... PlayStation took a whole ass AAA game I think this is store. more than any anyone <laughs> was ex- expecting in terms of just how convoluted and... The kind of the domino mm-hmm. effect that this has had. I mean, we were worried when at when at review, leading up to review time, and when the embargo lifted. But I, I certainly didn't call this the way the card the what is it the fuck called the cards have fallen the 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 way the cards fell the way the cards tumbled the way the cards played out the way the cards activated the way the cards launched into space. Like, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to throw through a break. We never threw through a break. Oh fuck. We gotta take a break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sarah Sweeney, host of the new podcast, Latchkey Kids. Right now, we're all at home, left to our own devices without any adult supervision. Each weekish, I'll talk to my fellow Latchkey Kids about what they're up to, how they're wasting time, and because I can, make them perform a dramatic reading of a TV show theme song. So join me wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Michael Fight, and I'm here with a brand new show called Fight Jokes About Everything. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we're going to bring up a brand new topic, something that's hot on the internet because because I live on the internet. And we're going to take those silly things and we're going to joke about them and we're going to, you know, talk a little bit about the history of them and talk about why the internet is such a terrible but wonderful place. So please join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for this brand new Night Shift Radio original. For more information, go to nightshiftradio.com and of course, subscribe wherever you get podcasts. The year is 2077. Cyberpunk 2077 just came out. Oh, it's a. I saw the joke on Twitter. Can't wait for Cyberpunk 2077, A Realm Reborn. And you know what? That is a good joke. And also a testament to the way that game developers can turn that shit around because Final Fantasy XIV was awful. Um, The memes in 2077 are going to be fucking phenomenal. But also... A Realm Reborn was amazing. One of the best MMOs of all time. So I'm just going to say, like, it's possible. It's, it's going to happen. It's just how, when, and what, how does this, the, the mess in the meantime, work itself out. But anyway, thanks for joining us. Um, you can find us at NSR, ShiftAltQ on Twitter, as well as on Twitch, at ShiftAltQ. And on your other places that you like to look NSR on the internet. Yes. Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so we will chat soon. We'll have more content coming out. Looking to do some spin-off series, let's plays, things like that. Um, you can find me specifically, Alex on at shift underscore alt underscore Alex on Twitch and on Twitter. Jesse? 
And um, you can find me on Twitter at HeyJessieJ. And as always, if I like you enough, I'll let you in. But I like you all. But, you know, I'm looking for a job and I can't see, can't have the job seeing um, no. all the shit I say. <laughs> you hear this podcast. There's way more. Keep that on lock, yeah. There's way more. <laughs> Thank you again. Goodbye. Yeah, we got to um, go. Enjoy all yourselves. Right. Bye. Uh, Happy oh, New Year. It's not yet. Well, I won't be here next week. Because I am getting my wisdom teeth out, so um, I am oh, going to say Happy okay. New Year to the happy folks. Happy holidays. And happy holidays and all that beautiful stuff. Um, if you want to, please um, send me memes. Um, you know what? I'll let you in if you promise to send me memes. If you add me, I will let you in, but you have to send me fun memes while I'm here. It's in the contract. That's the requirement. That's in the contract. Right. Yeah. Funny videos and funny memes. So make me laugh. Or unless it hurts the Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this well, will never end. I'll find out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>